Welcome to another episode of Twisted News, where we give you some of the most disturbing cases currently happening in the world. I'm Andy Fitzgerald, and thank you so much for tuning in. Today we have two stories about killers. The first is an update on the infamous Days In serial killer from the 1980s who terrorized multiple victims, as well as a killer who was inspired by one of his favorite films, The Boondock Saints, the details of which are legitimately insane. Before we dive into these cases, whether you guys are new or avid listeners of our podcast, I'd like to invite you to check out our YouTube channel called Scary Mysteries if you haven't already. Each episode features amazing visuals for your viewing pleasure. And please make sure that you subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell over there to get the notifications when we upload new content. But for now, sit back and I hope you enjoy this episode of Scary Mysteries Twisted News. Number 1. Days In Killer Serial murders are probably some of the most difficult cases to handle. Authorities have to deal with a suspect whose reason for committing crimes is usually hard to grasp, while also trying their best to make sure that the victim body count doesn't go up. As for this story, the authorities took 33 years before they were finally able to unmask the identity of the so-called I-65 killer, or Days In killer. In the late 1980s, he targeted women who worked late nights at motels along Interstate 65, thus his monikers. His name was Harry Edward Greenwell, and during the murders, he was in his 40s and had an extensive criminal history even before these serial killings. On February 21, 1987, a guest at the Super 8 Motel in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, couldn't find the clerk anywhere. After a little while, perhaps not knowing what to do, they phoned the police to report her disappearance. The police did arrive and they searched the area, and there behind the motel, they discovered the lifeless body of the clerk beside the trash cans. She was identified as 42-year-old Vicki Heath, and she was sexually assaulted and was shot twice in the head with a 38 caliber pistol. Frustratingly, there were no witnesses or any other leads that the police could use to find the suspect. Fast forward now to March 3, 1989. The police received a report about the killing of the night auditor of the Days Inn Motel in Merrillville, Indiana. She was identified as Margaret Peggy Gill. She was just 24 years old. She was also sexually assaulted and then shot with a 22 caliber gun. Just two and a half hours later, the dead body of another Days Inn Motel staff member was found. The body of 34-year-old mother of two, Jean Gilbert, was discovered in a ditch near a farm. It was believed that she was abducted at gunpoint, sexually assaulted, and then shot with the same gun used to kill Peggy. Jean had worked as a part-time auditor at the motel in Remington, Indiana. Police were able to link both crimes because of the identical attacks that happened. They also found out that the murderer was able to rob a total of $426 between the two motels. Ten months later, on January 2, 1990, a similar attack happened at another Days Inn Motel in Columbus, Indiana. This time, the victim survived the ordeal, 
Identified only as Jane Doe, she was 21 and worked the night shift at that motel. According to her, the attacker threw coffee in her face. She was then raped while a knife was pointed at her. The man also robbed the motel before running away. She was able to provide a detailed description of the suspect that was released as a police sketch to help people identify her attacker. However, nothing ever came of it. For more than three decades, these crimes then remained unsolved until all the preserved DNA from all the crimes underwent genetic genealogy testing. The collection of DNA evidence from the crimes was cross-checked with ancestry records and this matched with a relative of Greenwell. And when this was further investigated, they later declared that the match of the suspect's DNA with Greenwell's was 99.99%. Apparently after the killings, Greenwell lived a normal life in Iowa despite his known criminal history. He was married three times, and his union with his third wife was the longest. However, she only knew about him being in prison because of robbery. In 2013, Greenwell died from lung cancer, taking his dark secrets with him to his grave. The authorities, including Greenwell's wife, feared that it was possible that other similar crimes could still be linked to Greenwell. Despite this, the authorities believe that being able to finally identify Greenwell as the Days Inn serial killer proves to everyone that no secret shall remain in the dark, despite how long it may take to finally bring it into the light. Number 2. Movie Scene Reenactment Gone Wrong All of us have our favorite movies with memorable scenes that we either memorized or want to watch repeatedly. Oftentimes, we also find ourselves playfully reenacting these scenes, especially when we were kids. One man from Missouri did just that, reenacting a memorable scene from one of his favorite movies. However, what he did wasn't something that anyone would want to recall, especially the family who became the unwilling participants in this reenactment that cost them their lives. Late on the evening of February 19, 2016, firefighters responded to a distress call from a neighborhood along Buena Vista Road near Edgerton, Missouri. The Denham residence was now engulfed in flames, but that wasn't the only gruesome discovery the authorities and witnesses saw. A family of five lived in that house. It was owned by an elderly couple named Russell and Shirley Denham, who were 82 and 81 respectively. Living with them were their grandchildren, 32-year-old Heather Agar, with her three-month-old son, Mason Schiavani. Also living in that household was Heather's younger brother, 30-year-old Graydon Denham. The lifeless bodies of Shirley, Heather, and baby Mason were found in the front yard. They were mercilessly shot in the head and were then set ablaze. Eerily, their eyes were covered with coins, and Russell's dead and burnt body, which was also in a similar state, was found in a small shed near the house. Even the family dog Jack received the same treatment, except for the multiple gunshot wounds. Unknown to the family and authorities were the whereabouts of Graydon and his grandmother's vehicle. During the investigations, they learned that the family had been having problems 
Even the day before the incident, Russell was having an argument with his grandson. It was not exactly known what caused the argument, but authorities soon found evidence of Graydon's methamphetamine use. They also learned that he actually wasn't allowed to drive because he had his license revoked. And court documents stated that this was due to violation points in child support enforcement. The authorities immediately launched a multi-state search. Graydon was eventually found and arrested in Seligman, Arizona. He was wandering, naked, in the desert. When they found his clothes, these were tested to check for the presence of fuel and gunshot residue, which tested positive. Based on their investigations, the authorities learned that earlier that fateful day, Graydon bought gasoline cans. He filled them with gas and diesel fuel, and after committing the murders and setting the house on fire, he stole Shirley's vehicle in an attempt to get away with the murders. He managed to switch license plates twice, which he stole from Oklahoma and Texas. When he was finally arrested, the vehicle he allegedly stole was later found at a nearby hotel. In a testimony during the court hearings, Graydon's girlfriend revealed that one of his favorite movies was The Boondock Saints. In that movie, the killers would place coins on the eyes of their murdered victims, which was exactly what Graydon did to his. After the delays of his convictions due to the judge wanting to make sure he was fit to stand trial, he was finally convicted of four counts of first-degree murder, four counts of armed criminal action, second-degree arson, animal abuse, and motor vehicle theft. So recently, on February 24, 2022, he was sentenced to four consecutive terms of life in prison, no parole, plus 115 years wasn't exactly clear what must have gone through Graydon's mind when he planned the murder of his family members. Investigators noted that the changes in his personality must have been due to his methamphetamine use. However, this still doesn't explain the fact why he committed his gruesome crime. It's disturbing to think of the possibility that Graydon pictured himself as a character from his favorite movie, reenacting one of the violent scenes as if to pay tribute to it. So there were two of the latest disturbing news stories around. If you enjoyed this, then please make sure to check out our other episodes because we're uploading two times a week. Also, check out our other podcast called Everytown because there we do in-depth narrations of some of the scariest true crime stories in the U.S. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you soon.